morning or afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second hour of the Rural Survival Show right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. Your hosts today are Tim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. Uh, the call-in number is 512-248-8252. Five-minute rule is in effect. Uh, you can call in about everything, about anything, but uh, we, we hope you not only identify the problem you're calling about or the comment, but also have a solution. If you just got a question, either Rick or I will do our best to answer it. And uh, Rick, we've got our first caller already. We've got Jim from New York on line three. Good afternoon, Jim. Oh, hello. How are you? It's a beautiful day today. Is it, so not, is it nice by you? Interesting, so, interesting day. High overcast, 70 degrees, not bad at all. Uh, if, if nothing changes, I can get a just a, a, a metric ton of work done today. Yeah, me too. I have my berry bushes. Uh, you know, it's a great berry to uh, plant. It's aronia berries or choke berries. Have you ever heard of them? No, but um, but I I do see everybody touting the benefits of goji berries, and I I don't have any of those, but I should probably look into it. They're good, too. I have a plan of that, but aronia berries, otherwise known as called choke berries. Yes, I believe and, you've mentioned this before. And they're very healthy, and they're very easy to grow. You just plant them. You can get them on the Internet, eBurgess. They sell them very cheap. And, oh, uh, yeah, Burgess, right. Yeah, I forgot about you them. You can get them for, like, five dollars a piece and in a couple years you'll get gallons and gallons of berries well, i guess i should give it a crank I don't yeah see go I to e burgess it's a, a black aronia berry and at first you okay. won't get them for a couple years you'll be like but then all of a sudden you'll just get tons of them and they're very healthy you can make jams or juice out of them and, uh, well, you know what they say about planting trees and bushes. The first year they sleep, uh, the second year they creep, but the third year they leap. And uh -huh. I guess they say that because it all rhymes. Yeah, that's possible. Um, the thing, oh, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, fascinating subject. You know, I think, again, people are putting false hope. There's nothing wrong with hope, but a false hope. Guy's a billionaire. Most of his money right. is through government contracts. Well, so, government subsidies for green this and green that. Mm -hmm. Well, what I you know I never did finish my thought. This is what I wanted to say, and I'm prognosticating. But what if I'm right? I believe what you're looking at is. Uh, a Donald Trump style run for the presidency. Mm -hmm. This is beginning to smell real funny. I believe I've seen this before. Did yeah. I say that earlier? I didn't think I did. Oh, did I? Uh, yeah, but it's more 
false hope. Uh, I just, look, you know, there's nothing wrong with hope, but you have to be realistic. This guy's a billionaire with right. $200 billion. You really, he'll improve Twitter, but he's still yeah. not going to allow free speech, at least total well, free speech. Do you not wonder if this isn't, okay, so in, in communist countries, they have state-owned radio, and you won't hear anything on there that is either not completely approved or completely manufactured by the state. Uh, I wondered if, and, and you know, and I brought this up the other day, and somebody kind of, you know, made a, I wouldn't say like a caveat, um, if this isn't a giant Elon platform now, um, a platform where he can uh, uh, advertise and whatever, but then somebody else said, well, he doesn't really need to pay $45 billion to advertise. He can do it any way he wants, which is probably true. So the question still remains, what the heck is this man up to? I I kind of agree with you. I don't think that he's doing it for our benefit. Uh, I think he's doing it for his benefit. So so what is he doing? What what in the world is he up to? I think we'll find out, but I I don't think I can put my finger on it just at this moment. Well, yeah. we're going to have to wait and see, guys. That's, yeah. Well, I, I mean, so. there's no other yeah. option. Yeah. But I, I I'm sorry. Call me maybe living in the New York area. I'm too cynical, but. <laughs> I, I just, I'm sorry, I don't trust them. One more thing. You know, you asked for solutions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you, you know, I, all I can say is uh, be very careful where you spend money. Try to buy locally. Try not to visit the big chain stores. I know it's difficult, but try. Um, also, you know, uh, don't. Give Hollywood or sports any of your money. Maybe cut your cable television. That's a big step. You can get an antenna for ten bucks. I save about a almost a thousand a year since I cut my cable. Just people think it's a small thing, but if if everyone did it, that would have a huge impact. Uh, so you know, it's funny you oh, should mention that. I am I'm embarrassed to say. I actually still have Dish, and the only thing that we actually watch on it is local news and EWTN, which is the Eternal Word Network, which I can get off of my Amazon Fire. When school is out, it's my wife's first job to cut that cable, and yeah, it's costing me between 60 and 70 bucks a month, but that isn't the only thing. I'll watch, I'll watch uh, TV for 30 minutes, and the first thing you know, all words are coming out of my mouth because, you know, I'll watch um, and, you know, send the kids out of the room. There'll be a, a, a <laughs> this is unbelievable, a pair of gay guys uh, advertising uh, this, this Viagra-type product. And, I mean, like, if you're a normal person, you know, yeah, this this just sends you straight up the cliff. I mean, it, this isn't what I'm. I, I, I don't want to see that. 
And my wife says, Rick, why don't you go get your Sherlock Holmes books out and, and read for a while? And I'm like, you know what? Why don't I? Why am I, why am I fighting it? Why don't I just, you know uh, what, what my friend Father Midas says, junk in, junk out. That is absolutely the truth. If you're going to put junk in your head, junk is going to come out. And you really, you're not, it's not just a question of saving money here. It, it, it's, a, it's more than that. It's, it, it's, 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 you're fighting, you're actually taking part in a spiritual battle by getting rid of these idiots, get them out of your house and quit paying them to insult you. Sorry, I kind of ranted on there, didn't I? Well, no, you know, Rick, I actually agree with you there. You know, Ori and I have been talking about dumping DirecTV for months. The only problem is that's our only source of local TV news. Now, she watches Netflix constantly. We we never really use DirecTV, but if we could dump it, that would save us about 1400 a year. You know, well, I, and we don't you know, even have, have any of the the premium well, Jim, channels. Got, uh, they've got those. They got those long antennas that can go three hundred miles, but you have to pay for that. That's going to cost three hundred so. miles. I didn't know they could go yeah. that far. Well, that's what. Well, that's what I hear. I don't. I don't necessarily believe it, but I'll bet if they say three hundred, I bet it goes a hundred. Well, well, no, we're closest TV network I know of is about 130 miles as the crow flies, and that would be well, Columbia, you, I, Missouri. Well, if I, well I, I don't know why you couldn't hit Columbia with a decent antenna, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Well, no, Jim, we've tried it. We've actually tried it. Okay. Jim, is there anything else going on here? No, that's what all I want to say. I mean, everyone's situation. Okay, because we got another caller waiting. Um, oh, Okay. Well, uh, you guys have thanks. a wonderful weekend, and thank you for taking uh, thanks, my call. Thanks, thanks, Jim. Absolutely, Jim. Anytime. Thank you for calling. Rick, next we go to Tom in Utah on line five. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, uh, Rick and Jim and Lori. Is, is Lori on, too, or no? And, no anyway. No, Lori, Lori's taking a hiatus from... Uh, radio for a while. She did it for about eight years, and uh, she wanted to take a break. Well, I don't blame her. So, we men are obnoxious, aren't we? Well, she's doing TV. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, uh, earlier, Rick, you were talking about asparagus, and I oh, yeah. didn't hear you say the kind of soil that the asparagus, uh, how to say, does best yeah. in. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, no, I'm asking you, because oh, wow. all I know you is know, our asparagus thrives so, generally in the swampy areas. Uh, the, well, you got to plant it high. Uh, you get, if, you, if, you, if, you plant it, if you plant it deep, it's just going to uh, smother itself. It looks like a giant spider when you get it, and uh, you have to open it up like you'd open up like a mop and set it on a cone of dirt, but... I just use well-drained soil, um, but and I really honestly do not know the recommended pH uh, for asparagus, but most things do pretty well around 6.5, uh, which would be slightly to the acid side of neutral, 7, 
seven being neutral, but, but, um, as I told you people, and I'm going to keep my promise too, because I always do, um, I am, I just made up my mitt lighter, uh, pre-plant mix, and the weekly feed, and I will be uh, using uh, those things uh, on the on the asparagus. I've got the pre-plant down, and uh, was sometime this week I made up the weekly feed. It's been raining constantly, but I got to get out there and feed everything. So, so you know, I'm growing the, this stuff in a raised bed. Um, I've got a 16 uh, foot long bed uh, with about 10 plants in it. And uh, I having the time of my life. I mean, I absolutely I hate to I hate to say this, but I absolutely love asparagus, and I will eat it in any way that that it comes, but with a little hollandaise sauce on it. Uh, I mean, that is it. Just hardly gets any better, unless you're going to talk about a tomato sandwich. And I've noticed this morning mm-hmm. that Travis Key from Haas Tools recommended getting ready for that tomato sandwich that you get your mayonnaise plants in right away. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was, I've been under the assumption it takes a fair amount of water to get a good crop of asparagus. Uh, it, it, uh, I have, well, you got to water, you know, you got to water it like every week for real. I mean, especially, especially in the heat, but, but by the time, well, well, here's the thing, Tom, I mean, in reality, I mean, it's a strictly a springtime deal. I mean, here in the next 30 days, it's over. Uh, so you're going to get, like, like I've been getting asparagus for the last two weeks. And I, I, will, I will reckon I will get asparagus for the next two to four weeks. But after that, you absolutely have got to let it go to fern. Uh, it will create asparagus ferns six feet tall, and you have to let them do that uh, or they will perish. They have to, I don't know in some way express themselves and then uh so it's it's strictly a like a 30-day window or so maybe six weeks tops where you're going to get asparagus and around here it's raining five days a week so uh but but if you're going to if you're going to let your uh asparagus bed turn into a rock hard desert in the summer you will not be getting asparagus next year you still should feed it and water it um, and they will just be these giant, giant billows of ferns, um, which is interesting looking, very wispy. Uh, you can see right through them, but they're cool. But but you got you got it. You got to handle it in that way. Yeah, my daughter lives in Upper Michigan. They have large uh-huh. asparagus fields, so I was assuming that the best condition Ooh. was rather wet. The you know it would be uh, with, I don't know um, I, I I can't envision the way the way they have you plant it would indicate to me that they don't necessarily want to have wet feet that they don't want to be inside in the swamp yeah you 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 would have to uh, remember that all plants breathe in through their roots and out through their leaves so right. if you're gonna if you're gonna cut off the oxygen to the root, uh, to the plant, really, um, you'll probably be systematically murdering the plants. But, uh, no, I, I, I mean, water, yes, well-drained, I would think. Um, probably good organic material. Um, and if I was going to steal anything, it would be 
in a field of asparagus. I try not to steal, but <laughs> if I had to see it, if I saw a whole field of asparagus, I w- oh man, it would be super tempting. Get out a pocket knife and just spend five minutes. Yeah, she sends you know sends us asparagus, and it is just absolutely awesomely delicious. It would be. It would be. There's, it's one of those things. Um, it's one of those things. It's a fleeting thing. Uh, it's a fleeting thing that you appreciate so much because um, it because it is kind of like Christmas yeah. or Easter. It comes and it goes. You look forward to it. Uh, you look forward to it, and then it's gone. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. You never know what you got till it's gone. Who's they? Anyway, while while I also have your. Uh, this morning, Farron actually punched my bu- bu- memory button. And then, you know, in the last uh, 12, 15 years, I've been dealing with the people, that, the poor that live in manufactured mobile homes. Uh, Rick, I was just, or Tim, I was wondering if you actually reviewed GassingAmerica.com because that, uh, that whole mechanism of genocide was put in place in an Iron Mountain meeting in 1974 and subtly... I would say installed in the manufactured mobile home industry, which houses a tenth of the nation, believe it or not, the the economically disadvantaged generally. So I just wanted to remind you to make sure you understand that 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 poisoning of, uh, mechanism that they put in place. Sorry, I'm stumbling yep. over I my remember, tongue. I yes. remember it, but but it's uh, soon to house a third of the nation. By the way. What's that? I said it'll soon to house one third of the nation. By the way. Oh yeah, because a lot of the wealthier not, not going to go down. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'll have to talk to my daughter about the asparagus. She's out there working for the asparagus, asparagus growers in in the, in northern Michigan. But anyway, make sure you okay, look at poison. Make sure you look at gas in America. For the call, yeah. buddy. All right. Thank you, Tom. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in three minutes. Call-in number is 512-248-8252. And when we come back, we're going to Mike in Kentucky. Be right back, folks. The time to hesitate is through. The time to wallow in the mind. Try now we can only lose And our love become a funeral pyre Come on baby, light my fire Come on baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. 
with all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down. Vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. Some kind of way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there to drink my wine Plow man dig my earth None will level on the mine And we are back are listening to the Rural Survival Show on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Your hosts are Tim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. Uh, Rick, we've got our next caller, Mike in Kentucky on line three. How you doing today, Mike? Um, 
the Iron Mountain stuff that Tom's talking about goes back to 1967. I don't know if there was another Iron Mountain report or what, but Helen Patton, of course, he says is her, his source for that. And uh, it was, uh, I guess, the Johnson administration, or during the Johnson administration, supposedly the Iron Mountain thing was set up to discuss the problems that would occur if you can if you can put it that way that's that's the way it sounds like they put it if the u.s entered a state of lasting peace what kind of problems would that cover or cause and so they worked on that oh, for like boy. two years and iron mountain is where the government stored uh supposedly the flight 93 evidence from 9-11 i don't know there's there's a lot of stuff about iron mountain and a report from iron mountain and you know, they start connecting it up with, uh, I don't know, Project Blue Beam and all kinds of fun stuff. But now, you know, Tom Rogers supposedly talked to Helen Patton. That's the do- that's the daughter for uh, the daughter of uh, George Patton and another another of her grandpas. I think is a is a career military guy to do with the army. But you know, if you find her webpage, it talks about she has uh, family history going back three hundred years in the military. So. She's got her own foundation wow. and stuff. Yeah. So if if you know George, if that you know if that all goes if if that's completely documented, you know the idea that they actually uh, engineered trailers to get rid of poor people or to make them sick to make money off of them is pretty. That's pretty deep state stuff. So you can understand why uh, that being exposed to be a threat. I mean, what else? What else is there? You know, if you open up that. Can of worms. What else uh, has the elite been planning? You know, for but well, you know our the reason I called was, huh? I was just going to say, you loud, know, our government is quite capable of that. Well, if they were, if we're to uh, believe that that was the purpose of the meeting, is to uh, get ahead of any problems because of peace. <laughs> During the height of the Vietnam War, they're going. Yeah. Well, what, what what would happen if this uh, the hippies succeed and politically, and we have a a long time of lasting peace? How are we going to maintain our military? How are we going to maintain the military-industrial complex? You know, these these guys are uh, probably in a panic if the hippies were to succeed succeed in their peace love movement. You know, in 1967. But so I can't. I've right. looked and I can't find anything. Uh, I can't find anything on that could directly connects that. Uh, but you know, Gassing America has some info that he uncovered himself. But uh, I guess the clue or the rabbit trail that he was sent on was in part due to Helen Patton, or it reinforced what he was saying. But I called because of the you were talking about TV antennas, and I want to give everybody a trick. If anybody's in your area within, say, 30 miles, that watches antenna that's either listening to this program or that you know, you can take your TV to their antenna system and scan in, if they're up on a high mountain or something, you know, scan in everything that they get. You'll get what's called the Program Stream Information Protocol, PSIP data. Then you can go, and I've seen little tiny $25 antennas do really well because they have a preamp booster built in with the rotors. Uh, uh, there's a QFX 106 antenna that you can get for like 25 bucks. It's a, it's like a little erector set to put it together. It's not very big, and the rotor is 
kind of quirky. You know, you'll press the button one time and the rotor goes one way and one time it'll go the other way. But the other thing that people make a big mistake about with uh, digital antenna TV is that they put the antennas too close to metal, either a metal barn roof or the cars in the driveway. You can move that car five feet right. and the, re- the reflection of the signal off of that car will mess up the um, impression. Wait, uh, darn it. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't watching the clock. Uh, that's one well, that's trick. Okay. There's a... hang... Oh, if hang you want to hang on to the break, you can. I can. Okay, I and can. we'll give I'm you about little... two more minutes. Okay. Yeah, and then we got another caller waiting after you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in approximately three and a half minutes. Call in number is 512-248-8252. Be right back, folks. You know I caught him messing around with another man. I'm going down to shoot my old lady. You know I caught him messing around with another man. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. Patricia, excellent herbal formula. I use Extendivite to keep my cardiovascular system fine-tuned. Brian, I'm using Extendivite And for me, it has made a world of difference. God made all these nutrients in the ground. Enough said. Cami, five stars. I feel a lot of energy since I started taking Extendivite. TR, five stars. All I can say is Extendivite works. Buy it, try it, and see for yourself. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. 
What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and a new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. show here on RBN. Your guests today are, I mean your host, I'm sorry, your hosts today are Rick Schmidt and Tim Spencer. Right now we're talking to Mike in Kentucky. Mike, go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Okay, well, um, do you uh, do you have an email other than what might be on uh, RBN's show page for you, or do you have one? I haven't looked. Well, I don't know if there's one on RBN show page, but it's Tim, T-I-M, at ruralsurvival.life. Well, I just thought I'd send you an email about this uh, stuff. But if you think about it, you know, uh, uh, the Christ, when he was uh, the, uh, I think it was um, um, one of the Marys that came in and, cracked a, uh, a, vassal, a vessel of oil and put, poured it on his feet, and people were like, oh, that could have been sold and, and uh, given to the poor and you know, or something like that because it was right. very expensive. And it wasn't good because she broke the vessel. It could not even be used again. And so he said, uh, the poor will always be with you. So, you know, you can think of our government in a bit of a panic, I guess, it, or for whatever reason – uh, looking at the problems of a uh, period of prosper- prosper- prosperity or whatever, a peace, you're going to have yeah. a lot of people breeding and you're going to have even more poor. And so what do we do? You know, we have to figure out a way well, to I do have, plan to make money off of that segment thought. of the po- population. Well, yeah, I do, have a, I do have a couple thoughts on this matter, which we will extend your five minutes because I am thinking... And that is that, um, yeah, 
the um, it, there is there there are some theories out there that that this COVID uh, uh, Bill Gates jab is about depopulation because there's no way on the planet that our that our government can possibly meet their unfunded liability obligations. Okay, that's and you're getting more out. That's where I was going. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. That's. Oh, yeah. So, so on the other side of the coin, uh, you've got the poor will always be with you, which you know. I, if Jesus said it, I, I tend. I'm going to have to. I'm, you know, I'm, I have no opinion of my own there. Then he must be right. So, so that being the case, uh, we would, we would, and I, I'm kind of making a left hand turn here out of the, out of the, out of the government, well, if you, if you could even call this a government. But everybody, I spoke briefly about fiduciary responsibility last week, but what I didn't say was what I intended to say this week, is that in the Catholic Church, we call, there isn't a person within the sound of my voice, or for that matter, anybody who's breathing air, who does not have fiduciary responsibility in the Catholic Church. It's just called stewardship. It means you accepted, you, whether you know it or not, you took a contract with the Lord, and you wanted three things. You're married, you're single, or you're a cleric. That's what you are. And each one of these jobs comes with uh, responsibilities. Uh, that's called stewardship. And, and one of those things is going to be that there will always be poor, and there will always be what? If you're married, you'll have kids, you'll have a wife. You're going to have these responsibilities. So... <clears throat> the the deep state, the military industrial complex makes well I forget what what is the quote Mike they make uh, more money in one day of war than they do in how many years of peace whatever that's the problem that's the problem is you're you're stepping all over their uh, their wallet and they can't afford peace and lately they haven't had to worry about that. Well, the people that aren't poor need to worry about. Well, gee, if they get rid of all the poor, are we next? You know, if you're less like the next up, next <laughs> up the line. Uh, but if yeah. you can keep people sick for the last forty years of their life, man, that's a big cash cow. You know. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Keep... Oh yeah. Um. So hiding or uh, putting stuff in the stores and manufacturing the food to standards that cause repeat customers and. Uh, what was it? The Coneheads from Saturday Night Live consume mass quantities. <laughs> Remember, was it Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's, uh, um, you know, their God is their bellies is the downfall for a lot of people. Uh, well, a lot of principles, a lot of good well, principles in the Bible, think, whether you believe it's true or not. Well, yeah, that's 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 why the first thing Jesus ever did before he before he preached to him was he fed them uh, so that they can think. You know, and that's there's going to be a lot of that. There's a, you know, well, I think going forward now, this is me again. I think going forward as things continue to break down, you're going to have a lot of, I'm going to call them opportunities. You're going to have a, you're going to have a lot of amazing opportunities presented to you uh, to uh, to to help people. Uh, maybe you'll even be talking about biblical principles, maybe to people. Um, you never know. It's going to be interesting, though. I know that. If you have to be else, at the ready. I think fascinating. We're charged so. to be at the ready. To be ready to. I believe to, uh, Yeah.
But uh, the, on the TV stuff, I mean, I uh, and I, yeah. I I meant to ask, am I am I really loud to you guys? Or I, I go back and listen to my calls sometimes, and I'm I'm like distorted because my volume's too loud. Am I okay, volume wise? I can't tell. I say it's just about on I'd my end. You are okay, but yeah, you're really low. You're yeah. one of you. You're really high, and you know, the other guy's low. Um, I get you guys mixed up. Rick, I think, is the one that's really low. Tim's really loud. I am the other um, guy. Yeah, I'm the other. I'm, yeah, the I'm other sorry. Guy. I can't I believe, you guys, I believe, Rick. I uh, yeah, I believe. Yes, I'm the mystery guest. I believe that actually <laughs> the reason really I low. called this number is I think Sam actually has a volume control for me. He could probably turn me up a little bit. Um, uh, and it's just so, on the phone. I think sometimes on the phone the the volume level's different on the air because when I go back and listen, the volumes are a little more even. Except sometimes I'm really loud. Uh, and kind of wow. distorted because I'm too loud. Anyway, uh, wow. the te- the television antenna thing. Uh, every year, uh, just about every year in the news around my birthday is something about this digital television. And I finally figured it out because every time a new president comes into an administration, I think they give them something like three weeks to decide if they're going to make any changes to the executive orders. So I paid attention to a lot of this stuff with the digital television. And it's been almost like it was rigged to fail. But now I just talked with somebody at a major television station about 60 miles away from me that sometimes glitches out. And uh, they said they've got a permit uh, application in to increase their power. And so this new system that's rolling out, a lot of the stations that are on the air now are trying to get their power increased to increase their footprint. And I don't know when when it was analog, uh, uh, Rick or Tim, could you guys pick up more stations? I could. When it was analog, I could pick up more stations. But when, it's, when it I went digital... I have tried since it was digital. I all right, have well, not tried. Okay. The trick is, again, uh, is to scan your TV somewhere nearby where somebody is getting stations. And then there's two different software problems with the televisions. Sometimes when you rescan, it erases everything, and sometimes you can just punch in the number for the station that you were picking up, and it'll scan it back in. So <clears throat> when you, like me, I'm in a rural area where I get channels from about four different directions, and if I turn the antenna and try to rescan, it disappears. You know, I lose my old channels, but the ones that come in clear, if, if you scan, you know, turn your antenna and scan in and get some distant stations that maybe come in in the mornings and the evenings or fall and spring, they'll be in the memory. And you turn your antenna back toward the strong station, just punch in the frequency number that it's on, and it'll pop back into the memory. Now, uh, the problem is they may market themselves like Channel 3 is actually on Channel 23 frequency-wise, so you have to do a little research and find that out. But the shortest, quickest, Easiest thing to do, find a friend that already is picking these digital stations up, take your TV to their house, plug it in, scan the channels in, then go back to your house and fish around the yard to find the sweet spot where it comes in. You know, and it's, it's a lot more of a hassle, but when you get the stations in for local news and stuff, oftentimes there's several other sub-channels, maybe up to five or six sub-channels that have worthwhile stuff if you're wasting time watching TV, you know, especially for older Americans, Antenna TV uh, programs, you know, Columbo or, or uh, Fran Dressers, The Nanny, you know, some of the, some of the stuff that's uh, a, a mind-numbing waste of time, but it's a good escape for a few, you know, a few minutes. 
but <clears throat> there's also yeah. uh, learning channel type stuff. And I'm surprised that Missouri does not have a public television system that would reach you. Not yet. All right, wow. Mike, buddy, All right, I've got thanks. to let you go. We've That's got fine. another caller waiting, and we're running we're out running of time. Out. But thank you for calling. Next, we go to Jerry in Missouri on line five. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I wanted to ask a question, if I could, please. Uh, does yes, asparagus have, have more of one particular type of item than any other plant food source? Are you Rick, still there? That one's for you, buddy. Well, did you, did you say America or Missouri? Missouri is where I'm, I live, yes. Oh, no, I, I know where you live. Um, did you say, does Missouri have more uh, of one thing, or did you say, does the U.S.? Now, the asparagus have more of a certain oh. item than any other plant food available for us to eat. Oh, you mean, you mean like nutrition, eh? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. Oh, man, nobody's, I've never thought of that. I'm sorry, Jerry. Um, I've never given it a thought, but I will look into it. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I see a couple, a couple of problems uh, here with that, and, and that would be that it's, 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 it's something you just can't hardly store. I mean, I guess, I guess you could can it, and uh, although typically it gets easier. Can I so offer the answer to like, you? Oh, May you know? I yeah. What is it? It's copper. Copper is one of the three minerals that, or metals, whatever you want to call it, that are necessary for proper electrical conduction in your brain. And by the oh, way... exactly. Uh, right? And, and that's so, the you know, reason I also, take it every day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but you can get it in your asparagus. And the other thing is, not trying to be critical to anybody, but my asparagus crops usually last uh, four to four and a half months. What do you mean? With How me. you, what? What now? You mean harvestable? Harvestable? Four, four and a half months. I've been growing You're asparagus and strawberries. Asparagus for four months. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. How? Okay. Well, now, how how are you arranging that? I mean, I just take, do I they, take if, care of them, and uh, basically all I use my asparagus for is while I'm out working, I take a break and I go over there and snatch four or five of them, eat them, go back to work. Wait another hour or two, snatch four or five of them, and eat them. But you do have to protect your asparagus from dogs. A dog will eat all of your asparagus in a heartbeat. And, you know, your tail. That's bizarre. Well, they know something about it. And, you know, you have to protect your asparagus by metal screening, or they'll eat all your asparagus. And I keep my tails in my screen. Because the deer eat it, too, but. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, with, with your dogs, you can take the tails that you're not wanting. You know, maybe they're a little bit hard. And you can use right. them for a treat for training, and the dogs go crazy. And if you don't cover your asparagus, they'll eat all of it. Guaranteed. <laughs> you know, guaranteed. Well, but anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you because we all have to get more copper and, and gold in our diet well, so that our brains will work correctly. Well, I wish it would. Uh, the... Um, the uh, so what do you what do you feed in your bed? 
What are you What are you using for food? Anything? Yeah. Well, first of all, I make sure there's tons and tons of good earthworms, all different types of earthworms, yep. uh, that they're so doing their part the of right. putting the castings out there. And then I just watch them and see what's doing, what's going on. But when you grow asparagus, okay. what a lot of people don't do is they don't, you know, when it first comes up, they just let it come up. You're supposed to let it come up and yeah. then put an inch or two of soil on it. Then you let it come up some more and you put another inch or two of soil on it. And they don't do that. They just answer? leave the soil where it right. is. You have to continuously be building your soil, we, you know, mostly so with compost. So you're trying to blanch, you're trying to blanch the bottom to get a larger white area, is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, that's the simplistic okay. way of saying it. You know, but it's, okay. you know, if you don't have tons of earthworms in your entire garden, in my opinion, you're, yeah. you're, you're not going to get what you need, and you got to have tons of earthworms. Right. So, I mean, okay. and, and they're easy to propagate. They're easy to get, you know, more and more Well, if you got a raised bed, you're, you're going to have an issue with the earthworms, but... What I what I like to do is go up to uh, Walmart, go to the uh, sporting goods, grab some uh, some of those. I think they only charge well. They used to charge like two bucks or three bucks for a for a, uh, a container of earthworms, but you put one in each bed, uh, and you know that really helps out. That they propagate themselves. If you have uh, you know a compost in the bed, they, they're they're pretty happy to be there. Yeah, and all you have to do is, to, before winter comes, just uh, dig up three, four inches of dirt around and then just put regular uh, dried-out hay and then put your dirt back on top, and that'll keep your earthworms from freezing to death. Anyway, I do appreciate mm. your show, and I just wanted to comment about uh, asparagus has some very, yeah. very strong ability to help people uh, in their mental capacity of processing. But thank you for well, your Jerry, show. Before I appreciate you take it. Off, before you take off, Jerry, do you, uh, you let it, but you, you let it go ahead and fern up, right? Uh, in the end, you let it just go to fern, right? Yeah, at the very end, yes. Uh, you know, when it starts oh, getting okay. cooler, but you stay with them, yeah. you know, you can get four and a half months of heavy-duty production. And, you know, I, I assure mm -hmm. you I'm not making Anyway, y'all have a nice day, and I thank you for your show. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate your call. Well, uh, well Rick, <coughs> we're getting toward the end different. of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, we're getting... Yeah, that was... Uh, that's not what... Well, that's, that's beyond my experience, and I, I, I'm going to... If I can give that a whack... And see if I can't uh, see if I can't uh, make that happen because uh, I am a huge fan of asparagus. Um, and you know, to that end, I would say, you know, you know, bear in mind that copper is one of those copper is one of those uh, micronutrients that you would be adding to the soil um, if you're using the mitt lighter uh, process. Um, the right. Um, if you if you plant get this if you planted an acre of corn, the corn would eat 240 pounds of nitrogen, 90 pounds of phosphorus, um, 180 pounds of potassium, 40 pounds of magnesium, 25 of sulfur, 50 of calcium, two and a half pounds of iron, 
two pounds of manganese, one pound of boron, half a pound of zinc, and one pound of copper. So, you know, if, you know, it's now that's... I'm assuming that's form. copper sulfate. It's I have this. We're talking about uh, copper be, sulfate, right? Um, I guess maybe, but it's CU. It'd be the, the, the uh, you know, actual copper, the uh, the chemical off the uh, chart of the uh, okay. uh, of elements. However, however, if you're if you're gardening and you're using the mitlier process, you'd be putting these things back in as fast as you're taking them out. So your garden, your garden should have your food should have the proper amounts of copper in it. And it's a very inexpensive uh, thing to do. Um, so you might want to give it a crank. There is a uh, there is a book called the Mitt Lighter Gardening Course Book. It's paperback. It's about twenty five or twenty six dollars off Amazon. You would be well advised to get your hands on it, and I will tell you there are a couple things in there. Uh, aside from the aside from the pr- procedure, aside from the procedure as it is, which which you might want to know, uh, the the uh, recipe for the feeds are there, uh, very inexpensive. Uh, also in the back, in Appendix B, there are tables that will tell you uh, just about everything that you would want to know. Um, for example, they will. They will tell you for a 30-foot row, for a 30-foot row of food, and they'll list every food you can possibly imagine, everything you might grow in the garden. They will tell you what your expected yield should be. Um, um, and the yields that they're suggesting are uh, startling. I mean, they're talking about a 30-foot, the standard, the standard bed is 18 by well, standard bed's actually 30, uh, 30 inches wide by 30 feet long. But they're talking about a bed that's 18 inches wide, which is kind of narrow, but about 30 feet long, standard bed, 30 feet long. And they will tell you um, how much food uh, that row would eat in a year. They will tell you how much food you should expect in a year. Uh, it's all very, very interesting. Um, if you had the I if bet. you had the book, yeah, it, it well, it's, everything's in there. These people have been doing this research for so long that they've got they've got it all laid out, and it's a ton of information for twenty six bucks. And uh, I, you know, I recommend you grab it uh, while you can. Um, I can tell you that if you go to the LDS Prepper Store and buy eight packages of the Micro Mix and the book, the shipping is free anywhere in the United States, continental or not. That's kind of a good deal. So, um, so what else? Anything else on your mind before I? Not that I really I go want to talk about plants. Uh, we never really did. We never did really get to the horrible stuff, did we? Oh well. No. But let me put it like this, folks. Last Thursday, and it didn't make the U.S. news, uh, mainstream media at all. Vladimir Putin threatened a nuclear attack on U.S. assets uh, if the U.S. continued supplying arms to the Ukraine. 
uh, I don't know if this is hot air, but I don't think we can treat this threat as hot air because the guy actually has a whole bunch of nuclear warheads and a whole bunch of missiles to fit them on. and now a hypersonic missile that they've gone ahead and decided to field before all the testing is complete. In other words, they shot one up, it hit its target, they're happy, they're building them and deploying them now. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but what I am trying to say is be aware and be alert. It only takes one or two in this country to induce a panic like you've never seen before. Admittedly, an unwarranted panic, but uh, I still think there will be a massive panic. And I think you'll see things collapse overnight that you have no idea about. Rick, go ahead with a prayer real quick. Yeah. Holy Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do you, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all of the other evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Well, we got plenty of evil spirits right now. And thank you, Rick. A very appropriate prayer, and I echo it. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back same time, same channel next week. Please keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention to what's going on. And pray for us because we're praying for you. Bye-bye, folks. Don't speak too soon, for the wheel's still in span. And there's no telling who that it's naming. And the loser now will be led to win for the time. Don't stand in the doorways, don't block up the hall For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled There's a battle outside and it's raging It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.